Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Last night's episode of Shadowhunters was crazy. It was amazing. So is our after show. I mean, this is going to be crazy, you guys. We have Kat McNamara, a.k.a. Clary Fry, here in the studio, so stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hello, Shadow Squad. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning into the Shadow Hunters After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we are going to be breaking down Season 3, Episode 15, titled To the Night Children. We're going to be talking about Maya's revenge, Clary's violent and honestly pretty alarming behavior, and <laughs> Alec and Magnus's future plans. I am your host, Sam Davidson, joined by Dakota T. Jones. What is up, you guys? Welcome back. Our special guest, whom we love so much, Kat McNamara. Hey guys, thank you for having me back. Um, of course, it was never a question. And <laughs> Yelte Teagle, also amazing. We what love else? her. I'm here. Who cares? Kat's here. Yay. But, but we're all here, and it's, I've done so many of these with all of you. It's yeah. nice to have the family back together. I know. Aww. Reunited at last. It feels so good. I, I do love that. And just a funny little tidbit. Five years ago, Yell and I talked about today, Kat was on one of her first shows, Happy Land, yeah. and we did the after show mm-hmm. and did interviews, and we have been interviewing Kat for five years now. Yep. That's crazy. It's crazy town. I know. Oh my gosh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so emotional. Well, speaking of emotional, let's get into our overall thoughts about last night's episode. Who wants to start? Dakota. I mean, I'm going to take it this. away. I mean, we all know Clary is my favorite, and I'm just, like, worried. I'm worried about you. You should be. Like, I'm wondering, <laughs> like, where are we going to go with this? Like, you've always been, you know, a troublemaker, but you're always good at, mm-hmm. in the, at the core and so mm-hmm. seeing you kind of falter and kind of stray away it worries me quite honestly as well it should <laughs> yes there's much more where that came from yes. <laughs> i'm really excited to see where this dark side of clary takes us i spent the episode shouting at my television <laughs> i minor things things that like are not the big picture i was like mm, no <laughs> this bitch <laughs> and we'll talk about which ones? Yeah, I'm so. like, which bitch are you talking about? <laughs> See, I personally very much liked Clary's dark side. It's about time that girl get angry. So much has happened to her. And True. it's yeah. about time to, you know, literally throw someone across the room. <laughs> a bitchy girl. And it's like, you know what? I've had enough for today. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not advocating violence in any way, but I'm just saying it's completely reasonable for Clary to Clary's like an instant pot this episode. Mm. Yeah. She's yeah. all so much pressure and just <laughs> no. blows. I think I relate to that in some way, to be honest. I feel like a lot of people do, you know? But they're not as good of a fighter as Clary is. So, yeah. Very true. (laughs) Well, I'm going to start off on a bit of a sour note, which is Luke. I know. I'm I'm saying to Luke, this bitch. (laughs) Right. He's not one of my bitches. He is one of my (laughs) tonight, so... Clary... Okay, I loved, by the way, that we forgot the invisibility ruin. Mm. Was that what that was? The yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's it's. We did this in season one as well. The last time Luke was a suspect for murder. <laughs> um, this happens a lot, unfortunately, on our series. But when he's obviously, I guess that's just 
what Clary does when Luke is arrested for murder. She invisibility ruins yeah. that up, and she he goes around right there. On and in. She's like, "Hey, can we talk for a second? I know you have one phone yeah. call, but like you already used it, so let's just discuss this right now, so you don't, you know, go to jail for the rest of your life." <laughs> I know. Well, what if you said, you know, I'm I'm his daughter, and like kind of technically, like kind of you are, but still, you wouldn't get to have the real conversation like you needed. Well, and two, I feel like Clary's grown up spending time with Luke at the precinct, so I don't think they'd let me in to see him. Mm. <laughs> and also, I'm. I might still be missing. I was thinking because that. season one, technically, I kind of went missing in in the eyes of the precinct, and then showed up later with a bunch of tattoos. And then the current <laughs> police chief died, so I really don't think it's a good idea for me to show my I face know. to the precinct. You had to do what you had to do to be honest. I really like the idea of her showing up with a bunch of tattoos, and everyone being like, "Well, yeah, she was missing. This is how we got this her back. Yeah. Yeah. This makes sense. I'm back now, guys. She joined the biker gang. I loved reintroducing this concept of the invisibility because that's how we Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Started. Yeah. The whole thing started with who can see what. And I think that that's very cool. I'm a little concerned there was a shot where we're watching the, um, the like, cameras in the precinct. And he's talking to himself, but but he's saying he says the words like this all started because I told her about the shadow world. What? <laughs> there are cameras on you. It's like he's never seen Law and Order, and that's as a cop disappointing. Well, maybe he didn't have to tell Jace to deactivate the camera this time because it's procedure. We know what we're doing now. We mm. Go in, we turn off the camera, and then we talk to Luke. Yeah, oh, I'll allow it. Also, perhaps Luke thinks maybe I want them to think I'm crazy. And killed everybody. It really is a smart move. It's, it's honestly heartbreaking, though, because we know that he, he wasn't responsible. He feels guilty, though, for leaving his pack in the first place. So mm-hmm. he feels some sort of guilt. But just seeing him totally turn his back, which I know he's trying to do it for the greater good, but turn his back on you when your mom is not even around anymore. Well, and this is the thing. It ultimately weighs even more on Clary because she sees how much he's hurting. And ultimately, he left the pack for her. Mm-hmm. And she knows that. Even though he's never said that to her, he never would say that to her. She knows. Yeah. She knows exactly why he's in this situation. And once again, it's all Clary's fault a little bit in this scenario. <laughs> a little bit. But, but she wants to do something to help. And she has the capacity now that she has more skills as a shadow hunter to be able to try and help. And he's not allowing it. And And... It's because he's hurting and he just wants to do something good, but it's just a messed up situation. It is, and I have to say, I was, just being completely honest, a little bit upset that Luke was so excited to find Clary. He knew she was alive. He's the one that kept this going. But when you guys were all finally reunited, I get we needed some sexy time between (laughs) Clay's, but Luke was just like, oh, we got her back now, what? Like what? He wasn't as excited as I wanted him to be to get you back. Yeah, it's well, that that was I think more of a facilitation of time and place because technically they weren't in Paris when we shot that scene. They were green screened in later. Really? So Fizz, Alec and Alec and Luke were not in Paris with us. No kidding. So they <laughs> physically had to be painted in, and it kind of was a. 
we there were things we couldn't do. Okay. That explains <laughs> so, so much. Because I was like, where's the hug? Where's the embrace? I know. Yeah, that's why I only hug Jace, because he's the only one actually there. That's yeah. why they ran. We Nine. were like, why would you run past her? Oh, she's not there. Yeah. 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 My yeah. mind is Amazing. blown. And then yeah. I'm like, you know, portals, obviously. For sure. <laughs> it's hard to hug. I mean, well, they are supposed to actually be there. But even so, that's really amazing information. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure everyone will love and also, guys, before we move on to our next topic, we just really love that you tune into all of our after shows at AfterBuzz TV. We have so many different channels. We all cover a ton of different shows, and you guys can subscribe to each and every channel individually. We love your ratings, reviews, five stars, and interacting with us. We see that there are a crazy amount of people in the chat tonight for Cat, and every week we appreciate you guys so much. So please continue to join us in the conversation, and we're so glad that Cat is here. Yes. Shadow fan for life, man. Yeah, that's yep. that's that's, that's a tattoo. <laughs> shadow squad. Before this is over, I mean, you know, me, I, I'll just get you know Dakota a little tipsy one night. I'm like, want to get a shadow squad tattoo? <laughs> okay, it's gonna happen. <laughs> okay, I mean, we're doing it. We're absolutely. One doing time, it. Sam did make me a pair of my tie, and it was amazing. Oh, we my. It was for the pair of my ties. For the finale of season one, pair of my ties. They were delicious. They were great. And you're going to post this recipe online? Yeah, yeah. sure. I actually got it from the True Blood cookbook. You know, I have a theme as far as um, <laughs> What? My, you like, like magic and vampires? I do. <laughs> I'm shocked. Who doesn't, though? Right. Let's be real. <laughs> there are some people, shockingly, but we well, don't need to talk about that. <laughs> they're clearly not in this conversation. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, next we're going to talk about Clary Jace and Aileen. So this bitch. Oh, here we go. That's okay. I agree with that. <laughs> All right. Me? Um, no. Okay. No. Aileen. Aileen. This bitch. Why wow, my voice got real hot? She shows up. I don't like her. First of all, when Claire's beating the crap out of her, I was like, "Yes, yes, hit that bitch." I was. Oh I would never advocate violence, but this girl. <laughs> Second time we've said that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is violent. To be fair, it is very. Yeah. I just was. I was not mm, her behavior unacceptable. Can I caveat the whole situation of though, course. and just say that it's a tricky situation, you know? Because her mom arrested me, but my brother killed her cousin and impersonated him for a really long time, and then I saved her mother's life after resurrecting my father to do what her mother said. It's a whole. It's a just. It's all gray area. So Shakespeare. No, Shakespeare. No, many shades of gray. Yeah, uh, Clary, like fifty-two at least, <laughs> saved her mother's life. Everything before that, forgotten. <laughs> you saved my mother's life? Oh, forgive it. You know what I mean? That's my mother. That, oh, this bitch. <laughs> I just can't with her. And and her whole stuck-up attitude, She and she asked for the punches in the face. She was asking for them with her egging on Clary. It, it felt right because she kept st- punching her in the stomach. I was so all about it. I was like, yeah, get her close to death, then save her and bring her back. But again, not wow. advocating not violence, violence whatsoever. I will um, say this, though. I, I love an actor who could get me this heated about a character. Absolutely. Yeah. That amazing performance. Yeah, she I'm was sure great. she's very sweet. We had fu- She's <laughs> the sweetest. And we had far too much fun shooting and rehearsing that fight because we just got to hate on each other and then laugh about it after. It was great. So fun. As an actress, though, like, what were you 
thinking is Clary's motivation in that moment? Were you kind of in that space that we were seeing you throughout the episode of being in a trance? Or are you just really angry with life and she pissed you off? It's a bit of both, actually. It starts off with just being... Because the reason she's wailing on that bag is because of her conversation with Luke. Mm -hmm. She's going to the training room going, you know what, I'm just going to hit a bag so I don't hit somebody else and get this out of my system so I can move on and deal with things. And then Aileen walks in and kind of pokes the bear a little bit. And that, she goes, all right, fine. Fine. You want to fight? Let's fight. Let's talk about this. You're going to you're gonna tell me I'm Valentine's daughter? Okay. I'll, I'll use this as motivation to train mm-hmm. and use this as an opportunity. And then when Aileen pushes her too far, then she, that's the first time we kind of see Clary flip. And mm-hmm. we see the rune's influence on her in a physical way. The first time we really saw that is when she couldn't rune Jonathan. She could not physically bring herself to draw that rune for Mm -hmm. some unbeknownst reason. Rune has taken over. And then now she's flipping into a more aggressive, violent side. And we see that when she gets up off the floor, that's not Clary anymore. That is something else that's Mm. influencing her. That is the Morgan Stern at the very least. Aileen, like, walked in at the wrong time. Yes. Unfortunately (laughs) for Aileen. Wrong place, wrong time, babe. Also poked the bear. Right. (laughs) Also was like, hey, you seem really frustrated. You know what I'm going to do? Piss you off. But (laughs) we need to remember that Aileen walked in there thinking, I want to hurt her so Jonathan is hurt. And she was using Clary as a device. And that's the part, again, of Shadowhunters that sometimes there's not a ton of humanity mm-hmm. as far as feeling. Like, we've talked about this when you come in before, and that's why you coming into the show changed things, because it kind of got people. Yeah. Well, you, like, when the show started, I mean. Right. When Clary enters the shadow world, she brings the, the mundane perspective and that bit mm-hmm. of humanity and that bit of compassion into it. Not that they didn't have compassion to begin with, but it is, you know, the law is hard, but it's the law. It's a very structured very archaic society and that it brings a different perspective and and especially with Simon in the vampire side of the world now it sort of blends it all together and brings all of the world's you know, into into a different focus. But, you know, th- that is a bit of how the Shadowhunters train. We've seen that with Jason Alec. We've seen it with Jason Clary. We've seen it with, you know, Magnus and Alec, even though that was quite a bit sexier than this fight. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, it's, I disagree. It's, this one was sexy too. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, my dear. But it's, uh, it's one of those things where they train hard and they train harsh because they're often in life or death situations mm-hmm. and they have to. And this went a little too far. Yes, but if this were two dudes, I am just going to say, people wouldn't be as concerned. It's like, oh, you know, Jace lost his cool. You know, he like start, if he started beating up on someone, I just feel like it wouldn't be as serious. But I guess it's just because it's against Clary's character. Yeah, I think right. that's, that's why yeah. it's so serious. I think so, and I think that's why it scares Jace so much when he walks in and sees Clary pounding someone's face into yes. the ground. I mean, he pro- he was very concerned, but part of him had to be like, oh, that's kind of nice. Like, it's kind of hot. <laughs> I kind of feel like part of him had to be like, oh, that's what this looks like. Because he's done that. That's true. He's like, oh, oh, I see why everyone's concerned about me. Oh, good form. Oh, no. Wait. (laughs) That's my girl. No. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, as we know, we are all very concerned about Clary. And so she leaves and she goes to look, you know, on her little place over the water. And Jonathan is there at the same time time they have this very creepy interaction yeah. you know i know you love me like you know oh. i know we're meant to be together and it's i hate you tell us a little bit cat about i mean 
what that's like to film that, but also what's the <laughs> message that's supposed to be there? Are we supposed to think that Clary is somehow wanting, feeling what he's feeling in some way? So I'm, I first of all, I have to say, I've been a little bit of a kid in a candy store with shooting all of the Clary Sebastian, Clary Jonathan scenes because... Will Tudor and Luke Baines are not only two of my best friends, two of my favorite actors, two of my favorite humans, and it's my favorite character on the show. It's the Jonathan Sebastian character. So it's just been an all-out blast for me. For Clary, not so much. Um, Not so much. Um, But Luke and I did have a really fun time with the scene, and, and this episode is directed by someone very special to us. He was our second AD season one our first AD season two and then he, this was his directorial debut oh, that's oh, yeah. so shout out to Selick because he killed it and he allowed us to play and have so much fun with this scene and try a million different things um, but it and I think it edited together very well but we uh, I think the, the ideas we were toying with in this scene is neither of them fully understand the rune clearly and neither of them fully understand the connection and neither of them are really okay with it at this point because it's a loss of control for them both and they're both characters that like to they have very strong being Morgan Stearns they have very strong (laughs) conviction and they are very much about staying true to who they are and Jonathan clearly has his mission and Clary has his and neither of them likes the fact that they're being diverted from it by Lilith's whatever she put into place so when they find each other on this bridge obviously Clary's horrified Jonathan's intrigued but they still have a lot of things to figure out. And, and I think they definitely can sense each other's emotions at this point. Because Clary goes at the beginning of the episode, I know he's in New York. I can feel him here. I mm-hmm. know he's there. Jonathan knows how Clary feels about him. And yes, Clary will always love him. He's her brother. He's the one piece of biological family she has left. There's, there is no way. And the, I think the one regret in Clary's life and the one hole in her heart is her relationship with her brother. Because she's never had time to give him a chance. The world has always been ending, or he has done something that has gone too far where they have to deal with those consequences. She's never had a chance to be able to actually connect with him and see if there's a way to bring him back. Mm-hmm. Woo! That was really good. Thank I, I you. think we all paused because we were just like, wow, okay, we I'm got like, a lot of information that from is, that. Sorry, I could keep talking about this all day long. I, I think it, it is kind of crazy, though, how every time that you guys have interacted in the past, he always has to, like, capture you or take you away. This time he realizes that you're not, like, on your own anymore, that you, you are intrigued, and he's thinking the only way to actually make you stay is if you come to the realization on your own that you want to somehow be with him in some capacity. So he's like, okay, I'm going to let you go this time because I have a feeling that we'll, we'll see each other again. Mm-hmm. Well, they were both drawn to that bridge, and why doesn't she call for backup? She doesn't even I realize know. that, you know? I think it's really great that, that he's, his character is shifting and coming around. As much as we're seeing her going dark, him becoming what I'm going to say is rational. <laughs> so, that, Jonathan, think, rational? What do you I think? I think that's where he's trying to go. I think that's the best we can hope for, mm-hmm. is that he'll get to a rational-ish place. Mm-hmm. And, and him being like, we both arrived here. Let's stay calm. I think that's progress for him. And I'm excited to see where that goes, especially if she goes dark. 
Yes. Well, I I could just watch way too much television and take kind of like meaning in every single thing. However, what if that space is kind of sacred? Like maybe it's where they have their last fight off, you know, where one of them Mm. is supposed to die. I don't know. Why were they both drawn there? Maybe it's, you know, not a coincidence and it could be something important. I like that. Maybe. I I think it's probably more. I mean, it could be. It's more about them being drawn to each other, I think, and drawn kind of as though they're two opposing magnets that are somehow slowly rotating to be attracted to each other. Not attracted to each other in that way, but connected in some way. Can we discuss that for a moment? Yes. Would you like to clarify some things? My theory on this. Yes, please. Jonathan, okay. Jonathan was injected with demon blood as a fetus. Uh Uh-huh. He was raised by Valentine for ten years and then sent to hell for another ten to be burned layer by layer by Lilith and her demons. He doesn't understand what love is. Mm-hmm. He has no way of having any concept of what family, love, happiness, goodness is supposed to be. And so he's doing his best to try and figure that out. Right. And it's a little twisted. He never interact. I mean, he doesn't really get the chance to interact with women. Mm. And he's used to just being in turmoil all the time. So having someone who is not necessarily trying to necessarily kill him all the time, mm. but is... It's new because he thinks you're probably attractive. He's not used to being around girls, and and he's trying to navigate what is that. Mm-hmm. He's so, like, oh, you're my sister. You love me. I love you. Yeah. And whatever that is, he still has to figure that out. Because the only person who's ever really, quote unquote, loved him is Lilith. Mm. And we get to see more of that as the episodes continue, but it's it's not normal. Mm. <laughs> Are you saying at the end of the day, though, it kind of sounds like you're explaining mental illness, you know, in yeah. some way? Yeah, in a sense. I will also say there are many a cases of uh, family members that do not uh, grow up together. For example, for anyone who's seen many episodes of SVU, there are lots of episodes <laughs> where um, a father uh, who is not, who is the biological father but never raised or was part of the life of a daughter, there are weird um, chemical issues that do come up. Interesting. Confuse people, and if you'd like, I can tweet out a list of SVU episodes that have those stories. I'm sure you can. (laughs) Well, Clary does a very creepy thing where she's kind of taken over, and she goes to the fireplace and just sticks her hand right in there. I was actually a small child once. I just stuck my hand in the no. oven. I did, and my mom had to rush me to the emergency room. Oh, my gosh. She was cooking, and I was, like, literally two and a half years old, and I just go, oh, my God. And I put it there, and they, like, so, you know, maybe it's an understandable thing, but you're not a baby. You're not a child. That was scary. Is yeah. it not? Did he not do a similar thing when we saw her hand burn one time? Well, this is the thing. We saw Sebastian do it when he was very upset. He held his hand to a couple different things. I think he held his hand to an iron once, and then he held his hand over a fire another time. So there's this thing with, with Jonathan burning his hands, and mm-hmm. then he did do it Recently. to send a message to Clary, yeah. and then carved, I miss you, into right. her arm with that the most ineffective text message ever. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Just text me. Just text, email, text, Snapchat, Insta message, send me a, <laughs> you know... fire messages. Fire message. <laughs> right. Anything but that. Um... But then, yes, this is the first time we see Clary taking the initiative and doing the same. And clearly she's drawn somehow. There's, I knew this was coming when I shot episode 14. And so at the very end of it, I don't know if anybody actually caught it. And people might now if they look back. But the end of episode 14, when Jace comes into her room, there's all these candles everywhere. And 
there are fewer shots where I look at Jace than there are where I look at the candles. And so I was trying to transition that Ooh. attraction between the, the distraction by fire, I guess, and that attraction to the flame, to the danger, to the light, but also the dangerous light. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they're both hot. Uh, but um, <laughs> indeed, that's that great. And again, I do love that Jace is finally no no one's running after him anymore. You know, they're like, "Who is he now? What's in he? Where is he now? Mm-hmm. Now it's you." And so now he gets to be a caretaker. Just shout out to all the Clay's people. You yeah, know, lots of love there. Well, and also, what better person to be there for Clary when she's going through this pull towards darkness than someone who's been there mm-hmm. and who's done things that he regrets and who is trying to find his way back to who he was? Yes, so he can help her, and Ooh. I do love that. Yeah, get uh, some happy Clay's, kind of. Yes, supportive Clay's at See, the very least. Every time that they get some romance, it's always like taken a, a, a turn to where. We have to like, okay, well, let's put that in a hole. We have to save someone's life. Or we have, yeah. Now we're like, okay, let's put that in a hole. We have to like save Clary. Yeah. It's just insane. Like there's not, like we got the cool episode. We got, you know, like the ice skating thing right before he got, <laughs> you know, thrown in the locker Thanks, room. Thanks, bro. <laughs> but like we haven't got to see a lot of crazy romantic moments. I think that's why mentally I'm still like into Clary and Simon. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a left turn. I know. Um, I'm sorry. I don't know how I can like fix it in my mind, but that's just what I've always felt, and that's what I love. Sorry to change the subject, not really. But um, we have a great thought in the chat from Billie Jean Girl, um, who likes your idea of the bridge meaning something and suggests that perhaps the sword is somewhere near the bridge. Interesting. You know, I think one time, it might have been the first season, Kat, you were here, one of us said something, and it was on the... And you... Like, just best poker face. You were like, yeah, I really have, like, no idea what you're talking about. And then it ended up being true. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm I'm just saying. That bridge I mean, you might never be know. important. Who knows? Actually, there is something about that bridge that we've we've seen it before. Mm-hmm. And it's where Jason Lilith had their kind of showdown conversation when he okay. was turning into the owl. Oh, so maybe it's just the showdown bridge, you know. It's, you never know. You know, it's a bridge where demonic and angelic forces get together <laughs> to talk about really important <laughs> twisted stuff. It's like, we've like got fun. some business to attend to, but wait, we can't do it here. we got to go to the bridge. I need a it's, boat to get to the bridge, and then I'll just speed away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> face-to-face bridge. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we have something a little bit more exciting but also sad to talk about, which is Izzy and Raphael. I loved this combo. They had their epic goodbye. You know, know. Raphael in Detroit working at the food bank and they finally decide to take him in because of what Heidi told them. This bitch! Well, yes, we will get into Heidi, but I just want to quickly speak of there's not much to say. It's over. Tearful goodbye. Do you think they'll ever see each other again? I don't think so. No, I th- I believe he made it seem like he was headed towards... I originally was like, oh, he's going to be imprisoned, and then eventually she'll go visit him. But he made it seem like he's going to prison because he's on death row. Yeah. And is supposedly supposed to die. And I liked the way that we ended this with yeah. them. I it, it felt meaningful, especially yeah. after not having seen him for a while and being like, well, he's gone. I really liked the way that this was done and her helping clean up. And he was so respectful and he was like, you know what? It's okay. Like, I understand this is like me needing to pay for my sins and I don't blame you. 
for having to come mm-hmm. get me. I just wish it were on different circumstances. Cat looks like she's going to cry. It just makes <laughs> me so sad. I just, I love David Castro so much. And that is so who he is. He's just the sweetest, most beautiful soul and the kindest soul. And just, I, I never, I didn't get to see him much because I didn't get to work with him, but we would always, you know, pass each other on set whenever he was coming in or I was leaving and such. And he's just, just that, the big heart that you saw from Raphael is just purely him. Aww. And it's just, like oh man he's finally becoming good and you love seeing these characters redeemed and then they just send him away and who's going to serve the people at the food bank exactly well you know they'll find other volunteers (laughs) which is it which is our our cafeteria at the studio (laughs) that food bank is where we ate lunch every day oh wow just you know fyi just behind the scenes does that mean that one day you guys couldn't have lunch because you were busy shooting in there we had lunch in a different room (laughs) no lunch today folks canceled good luck (laughs) shadow hunters bts i love it yeah that was the what i'm here for that's the tea yeah all right so let's do talk about heidi oh this bitch I'm so happy she's gone. I've been, <laughs> I said it, was it last episode or the one before? I was like, just somebody kill her. Yeah. And, and this this death was amazing. And, and Maya being like, I didn't break any rules. I was like, yes, girl. Yes. Murder with the rules. I, Love it. I agree. Okay, let's talk about what Heidi did. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So... <laughs> Heidi, um, as you know, as we all know, she planned the attack on the werewolves to kill all of them. Uh-huh. She's just, yeah, she's this bitch. She is just not <laughs> nice. She's manipulating people left and right. And Sounds like my ex. I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> Thank you. That bitch. <laughs> Let's ex- unpack that. <laughs> yeah, real quick. <laughs> Meanwhile, Maya is just leaving Jordan Kyle, and she's upset. She's traumatized. Let's go get Heidi. Alec just is being kind of this bitch also. Like, what are you doing, Alec? Do you just have too much on your plate to really open your eyes to what's going on? No, Alec is doing his job. He he had to do... His way of handling things was the only option. She came in and was like, this is what happened, and he had nothing that he could do but believe her. So Maya and Simon being like, we'll bring you another witness, I think he was was ready to go their way, but then Maya did... The smart thing and took care of it, but I think that he did what he had to do. I think he handled it the only way he could have as the head of the institute. What are your thoughts, Kat? It's just, it's again, this whole episode is about these gray areas and these tricky situations. And this is what I love about season 3B is we really get into these areas where there is no right or wrong, everything is a shade of gray. And uh, it, you know, it kind of shows you how when things start to blend and meld and get so twisted, you just have to do the best you can. And that's kind of how life is. But with with this situation, I think you're right. Alex's hands were tied. Maya did what she could. Maybe she should have let things... I think Simon had a point at the end. Things could have been handled a different way Mm, and mm, and left nothing. I mean, as much as we love seeing those two badass downworlders face off... Right. It could have been handled differently. And also, I love Tessa so much, so I, I don't want to see her. But Alicia was so badass, and so was she, <laughs> so I can't really complain. I feel like if Alec wouldn't have done what he would have, what he did, I think there would have been a war that would have outbroken. Oh, for it's sure. like, okay, let's capture Heidi, okay, but otherwise we have every single person who was involved, mm-hmm. or most of them were involved. That just takes them out. Yeah, and he was uninformed. He had no way mm-hmm. to know what the real story was. Yeah. So... We, the audience, know, but he's kind of left in the dark, unfortunately. But I disagree that Simon... I, th- I think Simon 
is an optimist, and I think that's wonderful. And <laughs> I am I, also. <laughs> yes, I think that's so wonderful. I am not. So I think that, that we've seen how manipulative this bitch has been and how she has absolutely twisted everything. And I said it before that when she was human, she was probably terrible as well. And I think that this was the solution, and it was so cleverly done. It really was. The holy water It was a nice touch. It was very clever. I'll give her that. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, let's just remember that this, I want to say Alicia, this is Maya's really only family in a lot of ways. Yeah. Killed a lot of people that she loved. That being said, I don't think they were super nice to her, you know? Like, there were some issues within the pack, but mm-hmm. it really just took almost all of her people that she knew, mm-hmm. and that definitely triggers something in someone and we've seen so many other characters on the show oh you killed blah 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 you know you killed clary you killed you know i will kill whoever did this Mm -hmm. and so i think it was kind of reasonable but also it was very smart what she did because it wasn't you know i'm gonna kill you it was like cool come and get me i don't have a weapon and i just thought it was totally relatable and really badass. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's that was a blindsided slaughter of the werewolves. Mm-hmm. So that I mean there's definitely a wound there for everyone involved. Yeah. It's very sad. I I liked I also loved the effects of how she died. It was very oh, very yes. cool. Ooh, shout out to folks VFX, man. They kill it every time. I know. And they I was, did kill it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally and figuratively. I didn't even mean that one. Thanks. <laughs> it was good. I mean, every time I'm like, oh, how is she going to come back? Oh, you know, maybe she's a ghost. But no, we really haven't really seen ghosts. No. So no, this gone. bitch is gone. She's. I think she <laughs> so really is happy. gone. Yeah. But yeah. she's so she's such a great actress, though, because she was that person yeah. you just loved to hate. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I want to next talk about Alec and Magnus. And oh. there's some stuff going on there. Uh, Magnus in Underhill. So I just, I need to say... I did know there was going to be some drama with Underhill last season. And mm-hmm. I said it, and people were angry with me. Um, <laughs> but I thought it was maybe going to be a romantic thing. There is some attraction that they spoke of briefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he isn't happy with Magnus's presence in the Institute. He's kind of saying these undermined comments. Do any of you guys think it is because he has feelings for Alec, or he's just really committed to, you know... Shadowhunters and the rules. I think I think it's a little bit of both, mm-hmm. but I do think that Underhill was probably upset that he didn't get his chance with Alec, and so maybe that's why he decided to kind of let Magnus know, like, oh, well, I'm I'm glad everything worked out to kind of like stab a little bit. I think he meant it. I think he meant it in a way that. Out of jealousy. Yeah, it would piss him off. And yeah. it did. Oh. Nothing too crazy, but something that just kind Every of Every relationship needs some people to kind of come in and uh-huh. try to do something. <laughs> That's the most unhealthy thing I've ever heard. I, I disagree. I think that it was definitely like, who is this guy in our space? We have rules here. I mean, they, they are an institute of literally rules. And, and this guy's showing up. And I, I think that the idea that it's temporary, because... At that point, I don't think we knew that it was a temporary move, and I don't think Alec knew that it was a temporary move. It felt very much like, well, this is the solution. We're going around the rules, and Magnus is going to live here now. But it was just for a certain time period. They, he even said that. He's like, just for the time being until we find your new place. Well, yeah, we all but, know that Magnus isn't going to stay at the Institute. No. He needs his lone lavish pad. Right. That's that's just but, Magnus. But, like, yeah, yeah, you move in with me for the time being. Is uh, We're moving in together 
this is a permanent thing. And I think that it was scary for Magnus that, like, I don't want to stay here. Mm -hmm. And so I think that there was this tension. I definitely didn't take the the third party as a, a love triangle, for sure. Well, I don't think it's going to be, but... Alec did say, sure, I find him attractive. And I just, I like, I just, I like that. They're, these can't be the only two, like, gay male characters in this universe. Like, it's important to kind of acknowledge there's always attraction elsewhere in any kind of relationship, which is just human. I mean, I guess they're not all human, but. Yeah. No. But also, I mean, you gotta notice the, tra- the world is beautiful. <laughs> you gotta notice the people in it. I mean, how could you not fall in love with someone new every single day if everyone looks like a vampire, werewolf, shadow hunter, or um, fae? It's true. Fae. That's from a different show. <laughs> I'm like, uh, 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 yeah, Like a Seely. I'm sorry. True Blood just creeped in right there. <laughs> it was just like, boom. It's okay. You know, it's, we, we, all we had it in the met. first episode. There are fairies, Seelies, Nixies, Pixies. It's all of the above. It's yes. just a general, all-encompassing term. I think that we should have just like a big shadow hunters party where everyone dresses up as any kind of being that ever. Like it should be a ball. All the legends are true. Ooh. Yes. And that'll be the tagline of the invite to the secret invite. It'll just appear on people's doors. It'll be beautiful. Fire message. Yes. Done. Fire message. Because <laughs> like that. that exists. Totally. <laughs> Down. Or, you know, I really like the you suggested. Let's not. I don't recommend that. <laughs> it's not where I have my head is. Of course I suggest a ball. Who doesn't love a ball? Well, Alec and Magnus are going to move in together now. Yay! Yay. I mean, they kind of moved in together. Yes. Yeah. But they're going to get their own place that is theirs. Yeah. I like that. So this could have all been a blessing in disguise, you know, so they it could bring them closer together. They could find a place together. And I love it. I'm mm-hmm. excited about it. I kind of thought it was a little bit of a dick move for Alex to be like, you pick a place. Like, <laughs> you pick what you're going to want. I'll move it. Well, to be fair, though, Alec is used to living in the barracks, basically. Alec can probably sleep on the floor and be happy. Magnus is the one who has the, these lavish design Absolutely. ideas and the you know the interior decorating at the snap of his fingers. I guess yeah. that's fair. Alec yeah. would pick some place that like, Magnus would be like, this isn't going to work. He's not going to do it. <laughs> Alec's going to be happy if Magnus is there. That's and absolutely. to be fair, Magnus would be happy if Alec is there, but... Also, he's got. He's gonna have fun decorating yes. and making it wonderful in his, you know, his own flair. It would be nice if it had a walk-in closet, like he said. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> and things are happy for them. However, Magnus's powers or issues with his powers are getting the best of him. He has blood coming out of his nose. He starts having seizures. It's a really scary moment. And um, of course, as things are perfect, they're broken. Mm-hmm. Lorenzo. Ugh. I know. Dang that pony, Tim, and that ponytail. <laughs> Don't love you, Javi. Yes, but uh. well, that there's not much to say about that. We'll have to figure out next week. But that wraps it up for what we're going to be talking about about this episode. Um, we're going to do our quick special segment before we get into some questions with Cat, which is the best stunt or special effects moment of the week. Ooh, this oh, is new. A hundred percent when Clary beat the crap out of that <laughs> Oh, you know what? I'm tied between that and um, the other bitch uh, dying. Heidi. That, the the yeah. other bitch. Yeah. Oh, Heidi. <laughs> okay. Both of those. I, girl on girl fights, man. I'm all about it. <laughs> I, I really loved, yeah, like whenever Heidi, like she really was just lured into her, trying to hurt Maya. And that just, that whole thing was just great. But I also will say I really loved whenever like you like the hand was burning mm-hmm. and then you see it like the room is activated and just like slowly dissipates and goes mm-hmm. away. I was like, oh, 
thank God for that rune. Because <laughs> otherwise, so Homegirl would have been walking around with a burnt hand for at least a couple weeks. Yes. What was yours, Kat? Well, I mean, the fight with, with Aileen was one of my favorite fights ever on the show. Mm-hmm. And I just, I have to give a huge shout out to Jackie because she and I did not have a lot of time to learn that fight. And a huge shout out to our stunt team because they really came together and put together a really amazing kick-ass fight. And we had the best time shooting it and it turned out wonderfully. It really did. That was my top moment. Also, a good second was Magnus trying to heal Nora yeah. in the hospital. Mm. That was pretty cool. If you the know, effects. we could have like every one of those in hospitals. I've done. It's already a gift from I episode. Know. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so silly. Well, next we are going to take most of the rest of our time getting some questions for Cat. We have them from your tweets yep. and live chat. Let's start us off, yeah. All right, so there have been a lot of questions about ice skating. Oh, yes. Um, I think a lot of the questions I lost, and there's people chatting, agreeing with me that those girls are bitches, and um, there's a lot of questions about you falling on the ice and how, how, how you feel about ice uh, so I'll, I'll give you this little anecdote. Yeah. So when Todd and Darren called me and said, hey, you ice skate, right? And I go, no, why? And they go, oh, um... Well, Clary and Jace are going to go on a little ice skating date in the next episode. Isn't that, isn't that great? I was like, oh, yeah, that'll be so cute. You know, Clary will be bad at ice skating. Jace will be great because he's shadow hunter, graceful, whatever. It'll be awesome. Dom knows how to ice skate. I don't really. So perfect. And they go, oh, no, no, no. No, Clary grew up in New York, so she knows how to ice skate. Um, <sighs> Jace is a shadow hunter, so he doesn't. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm going to need some help. So they very kindly put things together and help me out. So I learned to be competent at ice skating <laughs> enough so I can kind of ice skate now. I learned a new skill. I love that because you, you were supposed to look like you really knew what you were doing and he was supposed to like not. And yeah, mm-hmm. didn't he have more ice skating experience than you? Oh yeah, quite a bit. <laughs> he was literally skating circles around oh me when we were God. first learning. So did you fall? I fell once when we were shooting and that's it. Mm-hmm. I was pretty happy about it. I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> I, like was, I was terrified, but I was really impressed. I only fell once that day. So, Sarah Baker wants to know, Kat, you are a book reader. Mm-hmm. How do you think the season measures up to the books? Oh. Um, <laughs> here's what I would say. Well, because as a book fan, there's so many moments that I've been dying to play out. Lakeland was one of them, and that's why I was so ecstatic about shooting that at the end of season two. Um, the whole showdown with Valentine. But... Season 3B has so many, and we've already seen a lot of them, so many great iconic book moments that we're bringing in. And as much as we can with the limited time we had, we really hit a lot of those points. Some of them we do in our own way. Some of them are almost quote for quote with the books, so you'll have to stay tuned to see what those are. Um, Fangirl McGee wants to know if you have a favorite book in the series. I like the last book. And I, it's taken me a while to kind of marinate and figure out that answer. But City of Heavenly Fire was the one that was the most jarring to me. I actually put it down halfway through because I wasn't ready for the Shadow World to get that dark. Um, and then, and then you know, so many of my favorite things happen in that book. Yeah. All right. I like that. Um, what skills have you learned from the show? I mean, I know you're you're a pretty badass fighter now. I mean, so many. I when I started Shadowhunters, I didn't know how to hold a sword. I didn't know how to throw a punch. I definitely didn't know how to do wire work. The closest thing was repelling at Girl Scout camp. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I, there are so many things that I learned, and and not only in that way, but I learned so many things as a human and as an actor. And really, the show, I, I feel like I sort of grew up on that set. 
you know, I started when I was 19. I'm in my mid-20s now, and that's my family. That's so awesome. crazy. Yeah. 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 Do we have any other questions? I mean, I know oh, we have like so 10 million. Questions. I have one more. Luemi's Lightwood says, Kat, can you describe Clary's development in three words? Um, bloody, twisted, <laughs> and fiery. Oh, um, I'm gonna ask this because why not? Uh, the question is, do you ship Clary and Maya or Clary and Izzy? Ooh, Ooh. wow! I, I like mean, this question. I mean, listen, either way, I'm in. I I, I don't think she can go wrong. Those are two kick-ass, gorgeous ladies. <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd watch <laughs> that so hard. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay. So I have a question: mm-hmm. Is that you know you guys finished filming? 3B, and then you were brought back for the final two episodes. What was that like coming back for those episodes? And did you think you kind of brought something new to the table that you hadn't before? Absolutely. I mean, it it wasn't it wasn't easy for sure because coming back knowing that we had to wrap everything up and not necessarily in the way we had planned on it was very sad. But also the fact that we even had the opportunity to wrap it up as you know very well from other series that we've covered, sometimes you don't get that chance. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you don't get the chance to give the characters in the world their due diligence and to really bring it some closure. And and that's really what I got out of shooting the finale was closure and a chance to look at the show from 50,000 feet and really be thankful for the whole time that I had on it. And the the fact that my journey was so paralleled with Clary's kind of hit me like a brick wall. You know, I was, Clary's an 18-year-old girl who's thrown in the middle of a world that she knows nothing about, has a lot of responsibility, has to kind of sink or swim, and luckily she's surrounded by people who are there to teach her and help her grow, and, and they become a family. That's exactly what happened to me. I was 19, I was thrown in the middle of this show with the fandom and the source material and all this responsibility, and I found a family. I found people that were there to teach me by example and through experience how to to handle this. And, and we grew together and we made mistakes together. We had fun together and we made so many beautiful memories that I will remember for the rest of my life. That's, That's so, so beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> You're Very beautiful. I know. We wish we could answer more of your guys' questions. We love you all so, so, so very dearly. We're going to get into some brief predictions for oh, next week. Oh, I'm so excited. And I then love look these. at Kat's face as we do <laughs> yeah. that. Okay. Ready? Yeah. So That's face. the best part. Now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Yo, you have to go first. Uh, great. Okay. Um, I predict... <laughs> so hard now that we're coming to the close. Yeah. Um, I- I'm going to say it. Place, they're going to be fine. <laughs> Malik's going to be fine. These couples, they're fine. Just calm down. Um, I think we're going to see Clary go dark for a bit. I think then the solution that for whatever reason has not been suggested is that we try to talk to Jonathan like a rational person. I know he's not. And be like, we get it. You want to be with your sister and, and like, learn how to be a normal being. Let us help you. And he's going to go, why did I think of that? And then they're going to they're gonna join. He's going to become a shadow hunter. Boom. Are you serious? I just came up you with that on the spot. Be, like, most pessimistic, you know, dark, dark, dark. And now you're thinking, oh, it's a tight in one happy bow. Jonathan's a shadow hunter? He no. went out. Oh, also... 
I don't think that we're going to see. We've seen the last of Raphael. I okay. hope not. <laughs> I hope. She didn't I hope even not. flinch. <laughs> I mean, she didn't even flinch. Okay, here's my prediction, and this is like my honest thoughts. I think that we're not going to get a lot of Sizzy until like the finale because I feel like that's something that the show has always wanted to touch on. And I feel like whenever they came back and were like, oh, we only have this much time to wrap this up, I feel like in the finale, that's when oh. we're really going to get some really good Sizzy moments. You think that, like, they were like, that's next season's arc. Yes. But then we were like, oh, crap, we got to do it now. Yes. Interesting. I I You're so good at this. <laughs> I think Sizzy's going to happen sooner than then, and I like it. And Maya and Jordan Kyle, of course, are going to be reunited, and then he will be her family. And as far as um, Clary's concerned, she's going to become possible, and I'm really excited, I think, very close to like turning into Valentine in some way. And she'll be like, oh, God damn it, I don't want to turn into my dad. And it's going to be this whole thing, and then she'll think of Jocelyn, and then Jace, and somehow she'll come back down, and then the angel will be involved. But it's going to have to, like, get... <laughs> this is great. It's going to have to get to that, like, last moment where like, Clary's about to, like, ruin the world. Mm. Yeah. Or just end the world and have, I don't know, any of their... Or Jonathan, they will pair up, like, not romantically. Right. But I think there will be a point where they will see eye to eye. Maybe maybe Luke can rescue you. Maybe yes. Luke will come to his senses and realize that he doesn't need to take the fall for everyone, and maybe he will be able to come and mm. be there for you, just like the dad that you've always wanted there to be there for you mm-hmm. in the show. I really like your uh, the Sizzy idea, mm-hmm. especially now thinking like she got she had to put away Raphael, and oh. he had he watched um, Heidi <laughs> die, and they're gonna lean on each other. And that's where they're going to, it's like really going to happen. Also, I just really want to clarify to everyone who keeps getting upset that we call him Jordan Kyle. We understand that his name is Jordan. We like calling him Jordan Kyle. It's got a nice ring He's a firsty lasty. There are some people that are just firsty lasties. It's a thing. It's a thing. It just sounds great. Yeah. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. And, of course, thank you, Kat, for being yeah, here. We love having you. Are, where can everyone find you on social media? At Kat underscore McNamara on Twitter, at Kat.McNamara on Instagram. And uh, that's about, those are the, the highlights. Also, we can see you sometimes on another show, can we not? Yes, indeed. There are certain Monday nights where you can also see me on Arrow on The CW. Yay. Yeah, we can. Double duty. Kicking ass on all the channels. <laughs> Love it. Oh, me? Yes, you. I'm Yell Teagle. I'm everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. You can find me on Twitter talking about SVU. All right, and I am Dakota T. Jones. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. And tonight at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we are going to be doing the Good Trouble After Show, so make sure to stay tuned for that. Yay. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, SamD43, on Twitter and Instagram, and SamDavidsonEntertainment.com. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Kat. We love you guys. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.